Previously on the rules we made. Spring Willow Academy student Salt Maximus, having been arrested by the police for her part in destroying the strange carnival at the home of class president Kean Kasher, has been trying to keep a low profile. This has proven difficult, both due to her penchant for destruction at the behest of her familiar genuine, and due to her frustration at her comfortable life being interrupted by her father's business failures. Even so, she has continued to keep her nose clean and avoid the attention of the more dangerous figures in the town. However, following her previous escapades, Naylor, the resident assistant at the Spring Willow Academy Dorns, has come to Salt in dire straits, having received terrible news. The kind of news that would require the gentle hand of Spring Willow's most powerful warlock. It's time for a heist on today's episode of The Rolls We Made. Like, how do, how do plants live in the wild? They don't, Danielle. It's called global warming. Maybe well, you've heard of it. Climate change denier. That's right. Calling you out. No, it's true. It's fake science. It's not real. Science is fake. Actually. Science is fake. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is the opinion of the roles we made that science <laughs> is not things. real. Yep. We're pro-vax, but we're anti-science. It's complicated. Not going to lie. <laughs> it is. We have to do a lot of soul searching and, and wrestling and rationality. Which, we, in which we do believe in. You yes. Know, because because it's real. Because souls are real, but souls science are real. isn't. Science is bullshit because science can't figure out their souls. Science can't find a soul. Duh. So which one's real? So there's going to be a bit of a bit of in media's res setup for okay. for yours. See your salt. Your intelligence is plus two. Okay. I'm smart now. You no, that's just what it was before. Okay. Oh. Damn it. Uh, so you wanted to do heists. <laughs> what you wanted. Yeah. You wanted, to have, you wanted to start robbing people. I wanted to do a Ocean's uh, Ladies. And if you remember at the end of the last, uh, your minions, of which consisted of all women, oddly enough, uh, mm. Halifax, Naylor, Spicy, and Lily showed up at your place, and Naylor was like inconsolable, like she was distraught. And yeah. Halifax is like, we need your help because you're good at planning. That's not true, but... Well, I mean, maybe Halifax didn't know, but she just knew that y they needed your help for various reasons, probably yeah. magical. Because none of the... I mean, like, Halifax is magical, but only in the sense of, I could blow that up, huh? No? <laughs> All right. Well, okay, then. Then. Then, I'll think, then I'll get help. So we're going to kind of play through that. So the first thing I want you to do is roll 2d6 okay. and then add your intelligence to them. We're going to be doing a little modified modified rule okay. for, for this for this first part. Six. Okay. Six. So you got a 12? Yeah. Okay. So I need you to... I'm going to give you four options. I need you to pick three of them. Okay. Get in undetected. Get out undetected. Mm -hmm. Don't leave a mess. Find out what you are after. Oh, shit. You can pick three of them. You do not get all four. Get in undetected. Okay. Pick, get out undetected. Don't leave a mess. Find what you were looking for. And then find what I'm looking for. Okay. So that's two. You can pick one more. I pick don't don't leave a mess. 
you got an undetected, you found what you were looking for, you didn't leave a mess, but you were you did not get out undetected. Shit. Okay, so that's that's important. Okay. Um, damn it. Okay. Um the camera opens and we are looking at a street uh in the merchant district that is been cordoned off. There are a number of looky loos, like people who are gathered around. It's it's pretty early in the morning. Uh, the bells over in the town square have already rung, indicating that it's about eight, uh, which means that school's in session right now. Okay. Like the houses in the merchant district, they kind of blend into where shops are. So okay. like um, for a lot of people, the first floor of their of the building is a shop and then there's apartments or houses above it. This one was actually a house. Mm. Um, the whole thing was a house. It didn't have a shop at the bottom um, and it belonged to a dwarven merchant by the name of Dornlin Zhang. He's from another plane. <laughs> Dornlin was a copper and brass merchant, so Ooh, he would sell um, items. He would see, either sell the ore that was mined out of the mountains or he would sell like items that were just found. And what we see right now is Dornlin is um, in the front of his uh, of his house and he's uh, talking to Dred, one of the sheriff's uh, militia officers. And inside of the house, um, the camera kind of zooms in and we come into like a good looking foyer, mm. uh, like open area. There's a, if you walk in, there's like a carpet on the ground and there's a staircase that goes straight up. And standing in that foyer is Sheriff Klein and Deputy Linnell. Super. And they are looking over um, the front door of this house. And uh, Deputy Linnell says, it's pretty impossible that this just kind of popped open without anyone doing it. And then Klein looks at the edge of the door and goes, yeah, it definitely looks like someone was able to pop this open with something that is a little bit special. And then he looks over to Deputy Linnell and he says... Um, do we have an idea about what time this this theft took place? Um, and so, because you chose um, got in undetected, um, what time did you and your crew break into this house? Um, fucking noon. Fucking noon. The, fucking the day noon. before. Yeah. Okay. Deputy Linnell is looking at like her notes, and then she looks at the edge of the door, and she's like, "Well, based on what we understand, it was probably sometime between noon and three yesterday. We're not." a hundred percent sure when and then klein looks over and he goes but that's 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 literally the middle of the day what what was happening here yesterday what was happening there yesterday um, dornlin zang the merchant's house you broke in at noon what was happening at noon they you know doing one of those um garden tours where rich people let you come like check out their gardens um so was was the day before a school day or not a school day it was a it was a Sunday. It was a nice okay. sluggish Sunday. So uh, Deputy Danell looks through um, and she she calls uh, Dornlin back in. Um, he stops talking to Dreads and he walks back into the foyer of his house. You can hear like his boots kind of clack against the wooden floor and then kind of get muffled by the carpet. And uh, Deputy Danell says, uh, Dornlin, and he goes, "Do you have any idea who stole my stuff? This is this is a disaster." And uh, Deputy Danell says, "Chill." <laughs> Just relax. Shut the fuck up. Tell me what was happening yesterday from noon to three. And, uh, well, I, I I was having a couple of different families over for, uh, well, we do garden tours on Sundays. And then uh, Klein looks at him very suspicious, almost like he's upset. <laughs> and he's like, a garden tour. <laughs> do you have, do you typically have like guards posted during a garden tour? And uh, Darlin goes, I get it. 
That's funny. I get it. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't expect criminals to come into my home when I have my important and rich friends over. No, we came in. They were looking at my backyard garden. And I guess it must have happened around then if you're thinking it's noon. And uh, Deputy now writes in that it happened during the, the garden uh, party. After they take down uh, Dornland's notes, they start going upstairs. And when they get upstairs, they see evidence of, like, evidence of, of a break-in, but not very good evidence of a break-in. Mm -hmm. So, like, they see um, it looks like a door was popped open, mm -hmm. like, pretty quickly. How is this door broken in? Um... You have that was you getting in undetected, right? There's a this is the door basically to Dornland's office. Okay. This door it was it was very well locked, but for whatever reason, like when you opened it up, no one noticed it right away that it was it was open. So how did you open this door? And I'm gonna say that we got in using um, a very a very deft mage hand. A very deft mage hand. Yeah. Does. Does uh, Salt know Mage Hand? I don't actually know that everyone knows Mage Hand. I'm not saying you could. Oh, do that this. was one of the new ones I chose. You swapped out a spell for Mage Hand. I yeah. haven't done that yet. So let's see. So you wanted to swatch, switch something for Mage Hand? Yeah, I think I switched. Yeah, out. okay. So you used, you used Mage Hand. You got rid of True Strike, the worst spell in the game. Yep. As I found out as, as too you late. Lived, as you lived and breathed. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. I do attract the worst. Uh huh. Um, okay. The door was opened by someone who was able to... It looked like it was just unlocked from the inside, mm. which looking at how many deadbolts and things there are, if you don't have the key, that's that's pretty absurd. And on the opposite wall, uh, like when they opened up the door and they look in, the room has been... Uh, you almost can't tell that someone came in here and stole something. It's very, like, still neat and tidy. Um, the only thing that you can sort of tell is been disturbed is the safe is very, very slightly uh, open. Mm -hmm. You you wouldn't see it if you were just kind of scanning the room. You have to be looking right at it, and it's like, oh, that safe is open. Mm -hmm. like, very, very, very slightly. Inside of Dornland's office, um, there is, like, rows of books, and, like, occasionally, like, in his bookcase, there's, like, different treasures and different, like, not treasures, but, like, different like boxes like keepsake boxes and things like that little artifacts none of those were touched all of those were ignored the only thing that was kind of messed with is this safe when they get to the safe the Linnell sees that the safe had was a little bit sturdier to open and so it's pretty clear that um, someone who opened this had to use a little bit of force to get this open even though it didn't leave much of a mess so who opened the safe I'm gonna give that to Halifax. So um, how did she unlock the safe? She okay. has firepower. Yeah, so here's the thing. Can someone with firepowers draw heat out of something? Uh, They can't. No, they can't do. That would be more like casting a cold spell. Mm, but okay. I mean, she could also do the opposite where she heats it up a lot and the lock just falls apart. Yeah, I was going to do that, but I thought it would be cooler if she just sucked the heat out so it shrank a little bit, you know, because that's how. Well, she could also do it like she heats it up and it becomes so hot that it like just pops. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Halifax used heat powers to heat open powers. the safe. Yes. Looking close at the lock, Sheriff Klein pulls out the back of his pencil and uses the eraser and kind of pu pushes it open. And we see that the lock is just, it's like slag. Like it's completely melted together, like without any sort of, without any, quit taking a picture of the cat's butt. It was very contained to just the lock. The safe itself was not messed with at all, which means that Klein gets up and he looks and he's like, 
they were in here long enough for whoever melted this safe to be able to do it very precisely. <laughs> he looks over at Dornlin and he goes, you didn't come in here at all. And Dornlin says, I was entertaining. So many important famous people were here. You have no idea. Networking. You and your working class justice work. Ooh, shit. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, shit. Devlin and Elle, um, she pushes the safe open and looking inside, she sees the thing that, there was like a little stand inside there that was holding an object. What was there? What, cause this is the thing you were, this is right. the thing you were trying to find. So right. what did you steal from this house? You, you literally ignored all the other stuff. Right. I want to say it has magic properties. Okay. And it's very... I, I will put... The one thing I will say, if it does have magical properties, it's not practical for the stuff that we do. This is like mm. a bauble. Okay. So this is like a, a trinket. Okay. Yeah. But it, it's it's valuable like, a, like an art object. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So it can do something magical, just not something like practical. So this is a sculpture and it is made of... Not gold. What's another good, good rock? Platinum... Uh, I'm sure, yeah. It's ooh, it's yeah, made it's, of jade. Uh, I like you can it. You do a jade with platinum inlay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's what's uh, it look like? It's an abstract rendering of a frog. I love frogs. <laughs> so it's kind of like got an extended, like wide mouth, and the head's kind of over here, and then some feet are like over here, but they're in the wrong direction, and it's uh, it's, it's very avant garde. What's the name of this art object? The shamble. The shamble. Sounds like a slod. That's a that's a that's a monster from Limbo. It's called a slod. Slod is perfect. Yeah. It's uh, a it's a slod shamble. A depiction of a slod. <laughs> Deputy and Anel kind of can tell like the, ho the holder that this thing was in, it is kind of carved out for spots where you can see like where the feet would go. This safe is about um it's about as big as like uh, it goes up to about your waist, mm. um, and it's it's actually being used as a shelf also. Like, there's a bookcase, but it's just it's kind of stuck in the wall. And she kind of, like, looks, and this thing was probably about, like, fairly sizable. And being that it was made of, like, jade with platinum, it was probably very heavy. You said it was magical. What magic thing did it do? Uh, it sings. Oh, it sings? Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Sings a song. It's a, it sings um, <laughs> this realm's version of Yankee Doodle Dandy. Oh, like a music box almost. <laughs> yeah. It seems like a kid's song. <laughs> this is something an artificer made, like as their like senior project. <laughs> this is a senior art project yeah. for sure. It's very, but still, it's made of the material. Yeah, it's, it's made of make it made like, worth a lot of money. Shit. Yeah. And in its place, uh, floating there is an ear of corn <laughs> that is devoid of a lot of its kernels. It actually looks like it was dried. And Linnell hasn't hasn't touched this yet. She's just sort of staring at it. Uh, Sheriff Klein kind of looks around the the room like once more to kind of double check. That there's definitely there's definitely no sign that someone else has been in here. Not, not no one else has seen this. And he he walks over and he looks at the the corn. He looks like he's upset about it. And then he like he he raises his hand to lift uh, Deputy Linnell back up. And she goes, "Um, so I get the theft. I get stealing this thing. It's valuable. Probably heavy, hard to get out." What's with the corn? Klein looks down. He goes, it's a calling card from our thief. And then um, she goes like, yeah, but what does it mean? <laughs> and then uh, Klein pulls out a notebook and he flips through to the back of it. And we see it looks like clippings, like um, like pages that were copied out of a book, um, probably using an artificer spell to copy a page or possibly he just traced it. It looks like an engraving 
of a, a farmer holding out their hand to a, a a noble, and you can tell it's a noble because they have this more ornate dress and they're standing uh, on the platform. It's a class. And the noble is holding up, graciously accepting an object, and the object they're accepting is like an ear of corn next to like a, a, a sprig of grain. Uh, Klein's like, um, in older times, corn, grain, like things that you grow were traditionally thought to be as valuable as, say, gold, because you could survive off them, whereas you couldn't survive off gold. It's an old folk tale. He closes up the uh, his notebook and puts it away. Uh, at the same time, the flight spell that was cast on the ear of corn that allowed it to just kind of float there wears off, and it hits the ground with like a dull thud. Oh, poor corn. And then uh, he looks to Dornlin, who's just kind of like, he's flabbergasted. So... When did you realize that you were being robbed? And this is what's important is because you did not get out undetected. Right. Which means that even though you didn't leave a mess and got in, you did not get out of here easily. Right. So what happened? What you so, you have you have the uh, you you've gotten the shamble. Yeah. Um Halifax burnt through the lock, which means Halifax is there. Right. Which means that at the very least you and Halifax are in this room. Yes. So what happens next? Okay, so uh, we've waited until the the garden tourers are about like three. What are you wearing? Uh, Imagine like as Klein and, and yeah. Linnell are discussing this, like we're I cutting mean, back and forth between like the heist and yeah. and them looking over the heist. Like very, very posh looking garden dresses, you know, garden party dresses. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, you know. They're trying to blend in, with, and we're just waiting for them to have enough mimosas down there and to, like, not be paying attention to okay. literally anything. And uh, when we're trying to get out, though, um, uh, I'm kind of clumsy, and I didn't realize how heavy the, the bobble was going to be. So when I picked it up, I sort of uh, started to lose my grip on it, and then I, I kind of dropped it on the wood floor and it sort of left a... It made a very loud sound. A very loud sound and a little dent. So that's what Linnell points to and she's like, probably was this, huh? And then uh, uh, Dornland's like, yeah, I heard a very tremendous sound from my room and I'm like, there shouldn't be anything up there. One, <laughs> falling, and two, falling with enough sound to, to reverberate through the house. I sent my guards up right away. So at this point, you have dropped the shamble um, Halifax is like, so what the hell? And then she reaches up to grab it because, like, this thing was dense. It yeah. like shook the house. It's kind of like when you drop like a, it's like you drop yeah. a bowling ball. Oof. People are coming up the stairs quickly. We have not established where Nailer, Spicy, or Lily are. As the uh, so some guards are coming upstairs to to the door of this office, um, and you can hear them trudging up the stairs. And these these guards are. They are armed. Mm. I don't know exactly what they would do, but they're definitely armed and they're coming to this room. So what do you do? Okay. So we got in actually the same way that we're going to get out, which is a very large chimney because there's a very nice fireplace in the room. And so... Inside the room you're in? Inside the room with the bob. I'm going to stop that. No. And the reason why is because you had to unlock the door. Uh, so that means point. you did okay. not come in through the chimney. Okay. You, you And b based on how we kind of established, like, you came in the front door like you were supposed to be there. Yeah. Especially given that you're wearing garden party dresses. <laughs> okay. So we got out by... Um, well, this, right now we're just dealing with the guards coming up the stairs. Right. So what? How do we, how do we deal with that situation? Okay. So... 
I'm going to do the thing where you, uh, I'm going to cast fly and I'm going to like hover up above them, <laughs> even though like the stupid movie trope. Okay. So, um, um, and Halifax now have fly cast on you and you are now floating to the top of this room. Yep. I'm kind of just sitting there like when Spider-Man was about to get caught by Green Goblin yep. at his uh, Thanksgiving party. Exactly. The door to the office swings open and the two guards walk in. And then we hear Dorland say, like, my retainers entered into the office and they were looking around to see if there was anything. And then they, they saw the dent and they were just glancing around for a while. I don't, I don't know what happened next, but they could tell you more. And then one of the guards comes in. The guards were also kind of just like waiting for their turn to be spoken to. And Klang's like, so what happened when you got into the room? What happened? When we got into the room? No, when they got into the room. So right now the scene is... You two are on the ceiling. Right. The guards are in the room. The guards are in the room below you. Yeah. And there's no, like, and, and now based just on the basic rules of D&D, you are out of spells. Yes. <laughs> so yes. you have to kind of think of something or rely on, on your companions. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to. Um, just to establish, Naylor can fight. Spicy can sort of, like, she can do a lot of things. She's very, like, acrobatic and she can move quickly. Naylor's really just, like, built to hurt. And uh, Lily has nature magic powers. Okay, so uh, Lily used her nature magic um, to create a vine that they could climb up, and we opened the window for them to come in when after we got the bobble. Um, so, so Lily was in the garden party. Yes. Well, they were. They were. Uh, they were in. They were on the property. They weren't trying to do garden party stuff, though. They were just kind of like. What were they then? They were like. Did they dress up? Nah, they wore like you know black. And like, you know, no, they didn't. Um, yeah, they just wore like basic street clothes, like nothing special. Um, that would have stood out a lot. So you're assuming that they were seen by the people at the party? Yeah, I couldn't see it any other way because if if we if what we've established this far is that this this office is on the second floor, if it has windows, then the windows were definitely facing the garden right. where everyone would be. Okay. So I'm not saying they couldn't be there. It's just if they were just wearing street clothes, they would stand out. Right. You got in undetected. Okay. No, they were wearing um, the same thing as the uh, servant servants okay um and sort of mingling around until we gave them the sign which was a quick flash of light in the window okay that that makes sense because that would have been something halifax would have done so she probably like cast firebolt or something at the window in a silent way um and they were like well we thought we saw a flash of light and then we turned to the window and there was this this vine growing up and we see the camera pans down to the actual garden and we see that lily is kind of like She's she's by like a rose bush that's at the base of the of the house and like her her eyes have rolled back in her head because she's casting a spell. <laughs> um, and we see that like running interference for her are Spicy and Naylor who are drawing a lot of attention to themselves. <laughs> um, Dropping shit. Yeah, I'll say that is what they're doing. They've probably made some kind of scene <laughs> to draw attention to themselves like Naylor knocked over a table. <laughs> and, and Spicy was trying to help her up, but then it just got way worse. Now, like, everyone's sort of scrambling. And then Dornless says, that was about the time that a couple of my servants got a little bit too, you know. <laughs> and he makes a motion, like, drinking. And then um, Klein's like, I don't know. <laughs> and wow. then uh, Deputy Linnell says, well, Sheriff, I mean, and she points to the vine. And she's like, maybe while they were in here, 
their accomplices down below used magic to create a vine up here to get out of this room. Um, because sure enough, the windows in here are very tall. And while you could, they open on ground, like on the floor level, they also open up top. So presumably someone could pop open the window, climb through it and then get down. None the wiser. Yeah. Um, but the, but I, the kind of problem is that uh, we, yeah, that's good. Um, so the, the vine climbs all the way up to the top and it gets to the window. Um, and Lily, using her, her powers, is able to kind of like force the vine to push the window open, giving you and Halifax a way to get out. And Halifax is able to get through first, float through, and she kind of just like floats up and away, <laughs> leaving you with the shamble. So you're kind of floating at the same time, holding the shamble to get out. And then one of the guards looks up and sees you and says, hey, so um, what do you do? Um, Well, I uh, because I can disguise myself at will. Once I dropped the frog and I thought people might be coming. Uh huh. You're still wearing your garden party dress. I was wearing the garden party dress. But then I made myself look like someone else. I made myself look Wait, like... Wait, were you wearing the greedy hog snoot? Yes, I was wearing the hog snoot. Yes, hog so, snoot. Uh, so, uh... That's how I found it. So you just... Yeah, that actually makes sense. <laughs> that you look down and you just snorted. <laughs> and hog snot shot out. <laughs> and then you kind of flew off. <laughs> And then, um, <laughs> and then the, the guard's like, it was a flying pig. <laughs> stole, the, stole the frog, wouldn't you know it? Deputy now brings her hands to her eyes because <laughs> this was not useful information. So you're telling me a flying humanoid pig came in here, stole the frog, and flew out. And they were wearing a dress. And he goes, yes, they were, officer. You don't know me, but I, do, I don't tell lies. <laughs> I am always tr- Go ahead. Okay, make an insight check. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And he does. And he passes it with he flying colors. He passes the flying colors, yeah. So um, Linnell, uh, she takes down the statement from the guard. She takes one more look at like the vine. Then she goes down out of the room. And Klein walks over to the, the ear of corn and that's kind of now just sitting. He picks it up. And he looks on the back of it. And there's a message carved in it. And what does the message say? It says... Uh, <laughs> It says corn at me. Instead of come at me, it's corn at me. He crushes it until it snaps in half and gets up. <laughs> Meanwhile, in it is lunchtime at Spring Willow Academy. Salt is having lunch on the on the in the closed quad and she's kind of by herself. And then walking across the quad is uh, Halifax and Lily who are very quietly talking to them to each other. And then they both make eye contact with you and give you a knowing nod (laughs) and just keep walking. Hey everyone, it's Jojo, the Dungeon Master for the Rules You Made, because the real podcast were the rules you made along the way. Thank you so much for joining us for the first episode in Danielle's, uh, and by that I mean Salt's, heisty adventure, where she does heisting and heists it's great uh it's a pretty fun one and this first one is the most heistable of of the group i, t- I tell you like when i was a uh, this this was an interesting episode to record because after we recorded it i listened to um matt colville talk about uh, an adventure he's planning with a heist and i was like ah beans i'm definitely not aspiring to those heights <laughs> and i got really nervous about it but 
I think that this, I think that this adventure, um, was fun. I think it was interesting. I think salt got to do some fun stuff. She got to take part in our cool little follower system. And, um, I got a lot of practice to be a dungeon master and there's really nothing more than I aspire to right now than just get opportunities to do dungeon mastery and have it be fun. And uh, I definitely think that she's had a fun time. However, um, as of right now, uh, this is the second of three uh, arcs for the, the the gang, the individual members of the gang. And Salts is done. And all that's left is Ren's to record. And because of that, and because I know how Ren's arc is going to resolve, what the major impacts are going to be, because that's how Dungeon Mastery works, um, we're getting back to actually recording real episodes of the roles we made this week and I couldn't be more excited. We tried to record a few episodes ahead and we had completely burned through our backlog and now our backlog exists again. So it's totally, totally fine. Um, and I'm, I'm really excited because this one is going to be a pretty good one. I've, I've, I've kind of, uh, done a, done a cheat and I've, I've taken in a well-known adventure and I've sort of shoehorned it into my game and I think it's going to work out pretty well uh, and as we play it you might know what the adventure is or you might not but um, it's it's definitely just a reskin of a, of a known adventure and it's going to be pretty pretty sweet and I, I can't wait to to get started with it mm. um, but yeah this the rest of salt's adventure is uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting it's gonna be an interesting one if you enjoy the roles we made, the best way that you can support us is, of course, by uh, giving us a positive review and telling all of your friends. Um, word of mouth is the only way this show is going to grow. In addition to that, the roles we made is just one piece of a, a large number of pieces of comedy content from the Mom Hat Comedy Crew. You can check out our YouTube Let's Play show called JoJo Has Fun, J-O-E-J-O-E-H-A-S-F-U-N, available on uh, YouTube. You can also uh, listen to our Goosebumps review podcast called Geese Bumps, available on Podbean, anywhere podcasts can be found every Wednesday. The next episode of The Rules We Made is going to come out on June 25th. It's going to be the continuation of Salt's Adventure, and I think it's going to be one that makes you laugh a lot, because that's the show we do. It's a comedy Dungeons and Dragons show, and I'm sticking to it. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you're doing very well, and I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. Bye! How many heists has Salt gotten up to in the preceding time? Yeah, They've so all been about like this, very successful heists. Yeah, so Salt started like first one wanted to ease herself in she just walked into the grocery store and stole that ear of corn um which which i will point out you did this and when you brought that back to your friends and the question they had asked they so let's let's sort of like we'll backtrack a little bit okay. what you found out after all of your your companions came back and and they probably asked if there was like a room where you could talk you found like nailer basically made a very impassioned plea and she was basically like Listen, this is this is a million percent important. They, I wasn't able to foot the cost of me being like on bail, mm -hmm. and it's very, very high as it turns out, because Kean's parents are sort of dicks. I need gold like right away, and then um, obviously they came to you because you're their richest friend. <laughs> And as we established, like, your dad's funds aren't exactly <laughs> liquid right now. 
Who would have had the idea to start a thieving? Would it have been Salt or would it have been someone else? It might have been Spicy. She's called Spicy for a reason. She's a little spicy. Yeah, I think, I think that's what happened. I think Spicy was like, well, listen, if you don't have money, but you do have like magic, why don't we just take it? Hell yeah. So that's Spicy's idea is like, let's just take the money. Yeah. Let's just take it from somewhere. Yeah. I'm going to say that Halifax would probably be on board for this because she wants to help. Yeah. Would Naylor be on board with this plan? Reluctantly, sort of by being forced by the situation or the context. Would Lily be into this? Lily. Lily's a bit of a hippie. Yeah. So Lily, um, and and this is going to affect Salt, Lily starts talking about uh, class issues. Okay. And wealth disparity. Okay. And she talked about it at some length to the this group and slowly the others have started to sort of become class warriors mm. even though so 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 uh, lily lily is basically like listen y'all i don't know whether it's right or wrong to take from from what doesn't belong to us but when you think about it we are all like stuck in a class where rising up or rising down like my dad works at the shoe as a, as a cobbler i'm probably gonna end up being a cobbler because how am i gonna rise out of that with magic tree powers <laughs> you can't sell that in capital and then um and then like spicy kind of thinks like probably find a way to monetize that and then um <laughs> and then lily's like i do, i i do magic in order to because trees and stuff and nature is awesome i don't want to sully it with commerce late stage capital has ruined my magic and ruined all of our magics good point yeah there's like i don't do magic point is <laughs> lily goes on like that for a while okay. <laughs> so she's super into this. Yes, 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 yes. She's well read in this. She's she's probably more into this than than the others are. Yeah. And so that kind of like establishes what she can do. She's like she's good at distraction and she has magic. Um Nailers the muscle. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then Spicy's also distraction. And Halifax is like safe cracker. Yeah. That sort of a thing. So you said your first heist did not go well. I did. Well, you said you went in and stole corn from the grocery store. So I'm yes. going to assume that wasn't a successful heist. No, it was. That's why I put the corn. That oh, was... yeah. She puts the... Okay. Yeah. So here's what happened. You put the corn down and Naylor is like, I... Did you steal... You stole this corn? Yeah. Well, really, it's all of ours. Listen, I I appreciate what you're doing here. That spicy... Spicy's like... Listen, Salt, this is great. <laughs> Naylor can't sell this for money. But she could eat it. She could eat it. But the problem is that Naylor is, it's not that Naylor's hungry. It's that Naylor is oh, going to be all the way. Okay. Unless we can all fit right. the bill for her bail. Wait a minute. Um, I'm just have, uh, just hungry. Okay. Um, so, so. But, the, but Lily's like, but I think I know something we could do with this corn. <laughs> she takes it and walks away. <laughs> and I think probably after that, like you did, Many, many more heists. Probably a few of them went well. A few of them went poorly. But all of them ended with sort of the same kind of calling card, which is an ear of corn yes. that was floating there. The, the amount of time between the next arc and the previous arc is a little bit nebulous, but it's probably like maybe a month and a half or so at least. So probably maybe like a heist every week. <laughs> yeah, that um, sounds about right. And always like, they're always like very 
aside from like when you guys have a situation like this where you're almost caught, they're always like very strategically planned, um, which sort of makes it very vexing for the police who are seeing that like the amount of the amount of coin and stuff that is being like lost is very constant. Mm -hmm. And now we get to uh, a little bit later on. It's you and um, and the rest of your crew. Uh, Halifax, Naylor, Spicy, and Lily. Um, where would you have set up your base of operations? Where's your Where's your hideout? Probably, I mean, it's got to be somewhere sort of hidden in the spider stretch woods because people are scared to go there, right? People are definitely scared to go into the spider stretch woods. And I've got that spot where I summoned genuine. Yeah, there's there's we've established that in the woods a little ways out is this um this large gnarled tree with a with like a, a hollow in it. And um that was where you first made contact with genuine and that I mean you can still go back there. Yeah. The spider stretch woods are just uh they're they're just weird enough that people do not regularly go into them. Yeah. Um, so that's a pretty safe spot. And so now we're, we're at the spider stretch woods. That's your hideout. What is in this hideout? I'm going to assume the trees there. I'm going to assume your, your ill gotten gains are there. Um, yes. cause I'm going to, I'm going to say you probably haven't found a fence yet. You haven't found a way to offload right. this stuff. You just right. have a lot of valuable things. Yes. What else is there? Um, so would Lily be able to use her powers to like hollow out the tree somewhat? I would like a the, the tree's already pretty hollow, but I would actually say the opposite. Is she probably if she used her magic to kind of disguise this place, she would have made like the trees all around it very thick and right. very powerful. So right. that, like this like copse of trees is hard to get into. Yeah. Like okay. she probably made it like a natural fence. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. It's mostly just a big pile with a tarp over it. Yeah, that seems about right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, is there any equipment for your your thieving escapades here? We have lock picking kits and, you Which know. Which is funny because Halifax melts the locks. Yes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we tried There's and also, it didn't go well. It didn't go well. There's also no hemlock here. Exactly. And we're not good guy. at it. You know a rogue. Like, nah. <laughs> no, that one's too. It's too fucking, simple. Fucking square. Narc. So. Uh, we tried to practice with some lock picking kits. We have, you know, some balaclavas, some black balaclavas. Um, I'd imagine the pocket wardrobe is just like a setup here. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And we're just having a ball choosing random stuff to wear when we go places. Uh -huh. um, and, and then there's a, there's a little, um, there's a little flower. A little flower? <laughs> uh -huh. Like a, like a, like. It, it's our good luck flower. Oh, That's, that probably Lily is that Lily grew is maintaining. Okay, yeah. Um, then I'm gonna say that like this is this is like after school, like a few days later, the 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 shamble has been added to the big pile of other treasures that you've that you've accumulated from the rich and well-to-do in Spring Willow. Um, we we've kind of established that there's a pretty big merchant and like upper class in Spring Willow because the town is is built around is not built around subsistence. They're built around like changing raw materials into artisan materials. Mm -hmm. So there's been a lot of stuff to take. <laughs> Things have been going pretty good. And now this most recent theft of the shamble, a very valuable art object from Dornland Zhang, you now have this, this pretty egregious pile of treasure. Um, Naylor is cataloging it in like a, a small ledger she's keeping. Oh, oh. Okay, sorry. I just figured out what it looks like. What's it look like? So it looks like um, we have that 
ring of very uh, thick, dense trees, and then it's a copse. So there, it's a, there's sort of a like the, there's like a canopy of trees. There's a canopy like, overhead. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's like and, a natural like almost like a like a, a cave made out yeah, of trees. Yeah, okay. like a tree cave. Yeah. Um, and, and there's so, little furniture made out of wood, like, not, like Lily's been of, busy back made out there. of roots, you know, yeah, like a little yeah. stool. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I love that. <laughs> I love the idea that she kind of made like a, a thieving hideout out yeah. of trees, <laughs> right? um, composed with branches and such. Um, so Lily is looking at all of the various stuff that you, you have collected as we've established, Naylor doesn't go to your school. So she has like a little bit more free time to do this. She got off work early to kind of catalog everything. And um, looking over at, uh, she she looks at you as you walk into the into the copes with the rest of your of your companions, uh, and she goes, uh, "Salt, you did real good getting this last thing." She kind of taps on the uh, the shamble, and then shoves it because she, who gives a shit? She has so much treasure in here. <laughs> I'm real good. I'm imagining like you're you didn't have to hurt anybody to get out with this thing, right? Only the five people we killed, they were children. That's very funny. <laughs> Every time. Every time it works, Every time. hits nail. Uh, but here's, here's so so. Um, we still though have to find a way to offload this stuff. I mean, my uh, um, that money is going to come due very 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 soon, and it's racking up still. And then uh, at that point, Halifax is like, "We're going to find it. R- relax. We have a lead." Um, and then Naylor's like, "The seventeen-year-old girl in high school has a lead on where to find a fence for art objects." <laughs> And then Halifax is like, <laughs> I have optimism. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Spicy kind of motions the group over to, she walked in and she has like, a, she has like, it looks like a handbill. It looks like a piece of paper. Um, and uh, she motions for the group to come over. Um, and she puts the handbill on like a tree stump that I think you and your gang probably use as a table. Um, and she goes, this is the lead we have. And then uh, the group gathers around. And kind of looks at what she's pointing out, and there's a there's a play that's happening in town. Um, in it's sort of in the it's sort of on North Side. There's a couple of very posh businesses on North Side, and one of them is like a black box theater that's kind mm. of invitation only. And she points out, is it like, a is it a, is it a dirty play theater? Is that why it's no? Because rich people have weird kinks, man. I, I I think they do. I think this is probably meant to like make a make a history check. Actually, okay. weird kink check. Uh, Eleven. Your history score is five, so it's a Ooh, sixteen. Nice. You know this. You've been here. Your your dad is probably taking you to shows here. Probably ones you didn't pay attention to. Um, Why would I? But this is a this is a fancy place. Like when you've gone there, the the few times you have, you do not remember ever seeing someone like pay for a ticket there. Like <laughs> it's that kind of like you paid for this in advance. Like mm-hmm. you, you reserved a seat. Um, she points out that there's going to be a, a, a performance of some like a play that you can't understand the name of the play because it's written in, in Jotun, which mm-hmm. is the language of giants, which means Ooh. it's probably a play about giants. Yeah, the history of giants. Cool. How, how the giant clans were probably ordered or something like that. You don't know. Uh, but what you do know is that this is a fancy place. Yeah. And Spicy says, uh, I have basically through a lot of talking to a lot of people found out that there is going to be someone here who can offload stolen goods, especially all the ones that we have. And then Halifax is like, that's really resourceful, seeing as that like we're in high school. And Spicy's like, 
got to do what you got to do, man. We need someone to go to this this play. Salt, you're fancy. Uh-huh. Okay. Think you could handle fancy party? Oh, yeah. Easy. That does not... Sp- make, a, make a deception check. <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely deception. Ooh, six. But I think I have six deception. Yeah, you do. So 12. Um, <laughs> so Spicy's like, well, it's, it's nice to know that you're not going to cause a scene. That's that's pretty great. Um, I'm pretty quiet. You are very, you are very quiet. Well, there's, there's tickets for two. So you can, you can take somebody, you can take one of us. You can take someone who's going to be like low profile, whatever you want, but I need you to, we need you to go to this party and we need you to make contact with our fence. Now, from what I understand, this person's going to be out there and they're going to be wearing a black rose on their lapel. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. And that's, that's all the information you know. So she hands you the two tickets. Um, the play is going to be on the weekend. So it's gonna—it's a couple of days from now. We're gonna be moving forward through this at a pretty hefty pace uh, to get get through your your heist adventures. <laughs> Who do you take to this fancy dress gala? Um, I'm gonna take actually. I'm gonna take Lily because Lily wants to see the rich in their native habitat. She wants to see the bourgeoisie at its most bourgeoisie. Exactly. Okay. She wants to mingle with the monsters. Okay. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. So you get dressed up in a very, very fancy, fancy, fancy outfit. Ooh, nice. Um, And so does Lily. Ooh, um, nice. Which I'm going to say that Lily, she probably wears a dress that like has... Actually, no. She wears a suit that has like a lot of uh, different... If you look close at it, it looks just like almost like an emerald colored suit um, with like a like a nice coat and like a nice silk shirt. Nice. But if you look close at it, it's actually composed out of like um, like lichen, like, like, oh, like plant awesome. materials that were like woven very, very well. That's better. Um, and you look close and it has like patterns of trees and vines in it. But you have to look pretty close to wear it to see it. Um, what does salt wear to this fancy party? Uh, okay, so... A lot of dress up with salt. Yeah, no, salt is definitely going to be like... Big hoop skirt, like massive ball gown sort of look with, um, it's going to be sort of, uh, an ivory color, but it's like opalescent. Uh-huh. So it sort of shimmers in different colors. Okay. Oh, okay. So it's almost like, uh, so it is like an opal, like yeah. you have an opal dress. Yeah. Okay. You and Lily arrive at this, this, uh, theater the next couple nights. Um, there are fancy, fancy people walking up. I'm going to say that y'all wear masks to this as I think about sure, it because like a little, salt yeah. would absolutely be recognized here. That's true. Um, so what is, what is your mask of? My, <laughs> Unless you just wore the hog snoot. I was going to say, it's, it, maybe, I, maybe we made a fancy mask that is a hog snoot, but not as the... It's not the hog snoot, it but is it's a hog snoot. A hog snoot. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then I'm going to say that uh, Lily is wearing a mask as well, and her mask makes her head look like a wolf. Ooh. Like a wolf's head. That's nifty. Um, but there, it's very ornate. It looks like it might be made out of glass or, or something like like a very fancy material. Cool. Um, maybe it's something you stole, actually. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> The, the front of this uh, this theater, there's ushers kind of bringing in like lots of uh, like they're kind of like, like taking people's coats and like welcoming them. In. Some of them are kind of like you, you, you two are across the street right now. Occasionally, like maybe a carriage or an arcanist mobile pulls up and then like a rich person pops out and then one of the ushers runs in and like parks it somewhere. Um, and then they walk into this this uh, this theater. Um, what do you do? It's you and Lily. 
Lil- okay. Lily is is sort of like she's psyching herself up. She's like, gotta be around the bourgeoisie. Yeah. Rich fuckers. Oh, Lily, just wait till you see. You will not believe how horrible these people are. The way that you said horrible made me think that you thought to say horrible before you were going to say a different adjective. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what what do you what do you do? Okay, so um we are going to Le- actually let's let's I'm going to treat this like a heist. Okay. So roll 2d6. Okay. Three. Three. I'm not going to so roll six, So that's an eight. You can pick two. Okay. Um, and then t- I'll, I'll go through what they are again. Um, you get in undetected. You get out undetected. Right. Find what you are looking for. You don't leave a mess. I'm going to say find what you're looking for is necessary. Yeah. You have to find what you're looking for. Yeah. Okay. The other ones, you can you can kind of save um, as like a get out of jail free card. Okay. But find what you're looking for is, is necessary. Okay. If you if you had got if you had failed this roll, ill man. <laughs> so this this might be a little this might be a little interesting. Okay. Um, the two of you uh, are across the street and across the way. Someone glances over and then does like a double take at the two of you, and you see that this person is accompanied by someone else who has a, uh, they, the first one is wearing a mask that looks like, it looks like a, like a crow. Mm. It's like a crow's head mask. And then the person next to them is wearing a mask that um, looks like a ram. Mm. So they, their mask is like a, almost like a goat's head with a, with a snoot and then like two curled horns nice. in the front. And the person notices you and waves and is like, sweetie. So, so either so this so are you going to get in undetected or get out? Or are you going to save this? Um, I'll I'll save. I'll 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 let Daddy see me. Okay. So Richard Maximus <laughs> was going to the theater this night, and he sees you, and he's like, "Hello, dear. What, what in goodness gracious name are you doing here?" He almost gets hit by a car. He's like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> I love the theater, Papa. Accompanying him, of course, is uh, is your mom, <laughs> who is like, Salt, what in God's name are you doing out? You know you're grounded. You, why are you, what are you doing here? Well, I thought that art was excluded from being grounded because it's cultural and beneficial and um, helps me grow as a person. Behind her, behind her ram's mask, you see her eyes narrow. <laughs> and then she looks over at Lily Lillian, are you here to see art as well, giving your outfit? I would imagine that you're to adhere to the dress code of this theater. And then um, Lily goes, well, so let's see what Lily does. (laughs) I can roll for her. Oh, yeah. Give me one second. Uh Uh-oh. She got an 11, and she is not proficient in... uh, (laughs) in deception. Shit. So she got a 13. She's like, I'm here because I'm here to look at the rich see how best to take them down. And then um, as she does that and slams her hand together, you um, get the distinct waff of a little bit of that moon cabbage. So she probably 420 (laughs) blazed it before she got here. (laughs) So now your mom is extra suspicious Mm -hmm. and she goes like, all right, well, you're both here, Mm -hmm. Richard. And then he's like, yes, dear. He's like, we're going to have to have a chat about salts defiance later. Okay, okay, Mama, but what do you think about class warfare? 
Uh, she goes, I think that you are a little too grounded to be having that conversation right now. That's not um, an answer. So um, Richard, uh, Richard Richard, gets behind um, you and Lily and kind of like motions for you to, to like he'll bring up the rear. You have been detected. Yep. They know that you are here. <laughs> yeah. The gaggle of you now walk into this fancy play. first area you enter is sort of like a bit of a gala. Mm -hmm. There are um, some tables set up with people kind of gathered around like having conversation. Um, All of them masked, all of them very elegantly dressed. This probably like a lot of the richest folk in Springwell are here. And and in the back of your mind, like, this would have been a good night to rob a bunch of people. Yeah, right? This is shit. We're in the wrong place right now. Um, And then you see, uh, you're kind of glancing through um, and you see that there, there are a couple of different people who are wearing like outfits that have like lapels and things like that. So there's a good chance that if the person you're looking for has already gotten here, they're going to be in this area. They haven't opened the doors to the actual theater area yet. Gotcha. Um, there is a fancy, fancy uh, set a table set up mm-hmm. for like snackies and drinks. There's also <laughs> like staff going through. They're also masked, but their masks are like of mice. Oh, God. They wear mice masks. <laughs> Um, and they're carrying these like trays of like canapes. Rich people are the worst. I know. What do you do? Um, you you uh you are being closely observed yes. by Richard and and uh, Naya. They are. Yes. They they know that you and Lily are here, and there's no way you're going to get away from that. Yes. So um, I'm just gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go to the crab puff mouse, and um, I got I just um, I just want to ask them how they're doing, and um, hey, where's the servant entrance? No reason. Make a deception check with disadvantage. Oh. Oh. Okay, I got three, so I don't need to roll again. Um, <laughs> as soon as you kind of, you take a crab puff, you mention that, and Naya's like, do not answer that. Salt, hmm? please. I'm Be hungry. Well, these people are working. I'm hungry. Um, and then the, the crab puff man walks away, and now and now Naya is sort of like very suspicious of what you're up to. Um, that this is going to be a soft move. Um, mm-hmm. Naya, hearing you ask that, knowing what you were capable of, and hearing you ask that question, she is like, it's going to be hard to kind of shake Naya. Oh, damn it. Can I at least try? You can try a lot of things. Um, <laughs> you have now, um, I'm going to say yeah. that the tension pool is increased by one. Shit. With my increase again. Um, Lily is, uh, Lily is glancing around the room trying to see if that you, we can locate our person. Um, haven't seen them yet. Um, what do you want to do? Um, you kind of, you kind of struck out with talking to the, uh, yeah, talking yeah. to the, the, the guards people. Yeah. And I remind you that, um, you can choose, um, you've already chosen not to get in undetected. You can right. choose, you still, you still hang over, you get out undetected or leave a mess or not leave a mess. Right. Um, we're, you're going to find your person. Yeah. This is a bit of a question of how that's going to go. Okay. Um, so in this case, I'm going to, I'm going to whisper to Lily, um, hey, sweetie, um, if you could uh, knock over a tray of glasses, that'd be fantastic. Just do it. Ooh. You're high. Do it. <laughs> okay. Make a persuasion check. It's not going to be with disadvantage. It would normally be, but because Lily is high, as we've established, <laughs> I'm going to allow this. Oh, is that a d20? Yes. 
That's a five. God damn it. Uh, okay. Tension pool, blah, blah, blah. Let yeah, me yeah, roll yeah. it. So the offer you're making is... Distraction. Um, okay, so... Um, and, and and well, you, what you wanted to do is that, and the offer you're making is um, is that you are high. <laughs> so so that's a mixed success, Fuck. which means that they'll do it, but only if you can um, do something to kind of like prove your offer is good. Mm, okay. So you got to kind of find a way to sweeten the deal. Okay. Okay. All right. I understand. I totally get. It. Okay. It's hard your first time around. Okay. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna. Uh, Mama, can I circulate, please? I want to talk to the men's uh, and women's. That wasn't gender specific. I was just a saying. And she's kind of sad. She's like, fine, we can make the rounds. Richard, can we make the rounds? And Richard's like, I thought you'd never ask. It's time to network, Daddy. Some of my, some of my business partners are here. And right. she's like, That's great that they're here, but please. <laughs> Network, network, network. Um, seems like Naya was very begrudging with this, and now because you're here, it's like she has to be a mom. <laughs> she probably wanted to just kind of chill out today. I'm gonna, I'm gonna you're, circulate you're gonna help a bit. Circulate to kind of make it easier for Lily, yes. who is high. Yeah, to help um, uh, help her sort of get her bearings. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna say that Lily was probably a little confused by what you were saying, but she's and then she's like, oh, okay, just okay, I can do this. Okay, you got this, you got this. And so now you are circulating throughout the room. Every so often, Richard introduces himself to different people. And he's he's introducing them to to uh, Naya very boisterously, like, this person and <laughs> this I opened a bridge. Large, attractive woman. And, and this, <laughs> this is my wonderful uh, wife, Naya. And I was like, we're separated. <laughs> like, she actually says we're separated. No, no, no we're married. For sure, we're, we're very, very married. married. No, we're the, the, but no, nothing official has yeah, happened. Exactly, like, nothing technical. I've yeah. been trying like hell. <laughs> he just won't sign the paper. <laughs> he won't sign the scroll, goddammit. Yep. Um, I, th- I think really they are, like, she, she is trying to kind of keep their relationship kind of like, let's be strict. We came, we came out to see this play together, and that's pretty much it. It would be messy. Their relationship's a bit messy. <laughs> a bit, well, poor um, Naya. She's got a lot of messy relationships. She does. She does. Um, and she's still in town. I wonder why. Mm. Oh, um, oh, shit. What? We've never established. You son Naya's of a bitch. In town. I'm going to say that one of the people that they introduce you to is a uh, is an elven woman. She is her skin is is very like tan or bronzed, um, and she has like uh, like very long like bright red hair, mm-hmm. like it stands out. And her mask is that of a phoenix. That's pretty um, awesome. She's wearing this uh, this dress that sort of like matches it. It's like uh, it looks like it's um, almost ruby in color. Like it, it's it's sort of how your dress is opalescent. Her her dress is very like um, very bright and ruby like. Wow. Um, and on the strap of her dress is a flower. It is a rose that is onyx and black. Richard. Um, introduces the group of you to this person. He, he, he introduces her as, this is a local businesswoman, Kyla Mal. Kyla, this is my daughter. Sort, uh, sort. her friend Lillian, and of course my dear wife, Naya. And then um, Kyla looks at the three of you and she's like, charmed. Um, and that's, that's all she says. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and, and, uh, make a, uh, make a perception check. 11. 
perception is three. Um, so that's a 14. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say like you're going to get a little bit of just, just some more specific information. Kyla came here alone. Mm -hmm. um, you can tell because there's nobody like she's not introducing anybody else or anything like that. But also like she's kind of she was kind of off in a corner like mm -hmm. to herself. You guys had to kind of walk to get to her. You also notice there she's standing next to a table with a lot of drinks on it. Um, like a lot, a lot. Mm -hmm. And it's not 100% clear if they're for her or from or anything like that. And then mm. someone comes up to her and is like, uh, miss, a uh, gentleman over there wanted to drink. <laughs> and Kyla's like, great. She takes it. She sets it down. And she looks over at Richard and she's like, so Richard, I understand that you've gone through some pretty hard times lately. And Richard's like, not that bad. <laughs> and she's like, oh, really? I think they probably are. And that was, uh, and then Richard, Richard's like, have you met my daughter? <laughs> Not right now. This is uh, based on what you understand. Kyla is probably the person you're here to talk to. And this right. is you found what you were looking for. Right. Um, what do you do? Okay. So I am very interested in Kaya because she can charm people. She's very charming. Yes. And I want to figure out how she's doing it. She's mm -hmm. kind of a secret. Okay. So okay. I'm, I'm, I just kind of want to like, you know, sort of talk to her a little bit, talk about your, your dress is beautiful and I talk to a baby now. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, you are, by the way, I just want to point out this table is covered with, with glassware mm -hmm. that all looks very delicate. Yes. You still have kind of the hanging thing of Lily make a distraction. Yes. I'm just curious. Okay. I just kind of want to, um, I want to form an acquaintance. Okay. A gentle acquaintance. Okay. As in you want to get her to talk to you more. Yeah. I want to okay. chat her up a bit. Okay. This is definitely PSI mm. to kind of convince this person to want yeah. to talk to, if anyone, like a kid. Um, so <laughs> make an... This is, this is going to have to be like plus persuasion. So And, and what is the offer you're making? Like why, do you, why should she, she talk to you? Um, like, why should she want to hold a conversation? Like, what are you going to talk about even? Let's start that. Like, okay. what do you want to talk about with Kyla? I want to talk about specifically uh, attracting people. Like, how do you make people like you? Okay. And um, so, so have a conversation with you. And the, the offer you're making is, I noticed that you're really good at charming people. Could you please talk about that? Yeah. That's an okay offer. Okay. So roll plus persuasion. Okay. Five plus six. Oh, um, okay, then Fuck. I'm going to roll that there. God. Tension pool. Damn it, motherfucker. Um, mixed success. So <laughs> mix it. So as I've said, like, you're going to have to kind of prove it, it kind of sweeten the deal. <laughs> got to sweeten the deal. So um, what? So br break me off a slice of how you're going to sweeten this deal to kind of really like, imp like, imp like, heighten it like your offer is like you really want to talk to her about how she charms people right okay um my my offer is um that if she um do it in character oh sure, sure. sorry yeah. okay um so my mm, okay so um I, I just want i want to tell her that my daddy's poor and my mom don't love me and I just wish that someone did. I just want someone to love me and you seem so good at it and maybe you'll love me. Do you love me? <laughs> <laughs> just super creepy. 
as a pig. Uh, story. Um, I think Richard and, and Naya are a little shocked by this. Because um, it's sort of embarrassing. I mean, they've been embarrassed um, And she, and then uh, I think, I think uh, Kyla goes like, <laughs> like giggles. And she's like, try not to be so desperate for one. Um, and and oh. both uh, both um, Naya and and Richard like they start profusely like we're sorry she's a little a little silly but I think I think <laughs> Kyla is kind of like a little bit like curious mm-hmm. like she's sort of she she can kind of tell that you were doing a do you were trying to like get her to do something yeah um, and so I think like that that laugh was a little bit genuine okay. um, she wasn't actually trying to like dismiss you I think right. she really was trying to respond right. Um, and her response was, don't be very desperate. So you've now introduced yourself to, to Kyla, and she's okay. sort of aware of you. Okay. And it is at that time that the uh, the doors to the theater fly open. The ushers announce that the play is going to be starting soon. What do you do? You still have not had a chance to, to talk to Kyla about the offloading of goods. Yeah. Um, so what do you want to do? We still have um, hanging over you, get out undetected, uh, or don't make a mess. Right. Um... Yeah, I'm going to eventually get out undetected. Okay, so making a mess is the thing that we're yes. going to... We are going to make a mess. We're going to make a mess. Um, so what are you going to do? Okay, so... So, so uh, like, if you once you get into the play, you know that's what's going to be. You're going to be sitting down. The play is going to be happening. Right. Um, everyone's going to be kind of facing the, the theater. Right. Um, this room is pretty wide open and sort of crowded, but now people are starting to pile into this. There's two doors on either side um, that are kind of leading into this darkened theater area. But for the most part, it looks like people have kind of started making their way over yet. Um, but you're not, you don't have long. Um, right. It looks like Kyla is sort of finishing her last drink right. um, and, getting, and putting it next to the big pile of other drinks okay. that she was handed. So um, I'm going to have a, a little scroll. Um, on this scroll is a written an offer and a meeting place and a time. Okay. And I'm going to try to sleep it to her. Okay. Like into her purse or something. Then... Then that leaves, if you're not going to be, if so if you're going to say like getting out undetected is what's going to happen here, then you have got to make a mess. Okay. That'll so be easy. You've got to find a way to do that. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's. So if, so if this is, so if this is it, you dropping this off, I'm going to say is the conclusion of this heist. Right. Um, so what happens okay. that you, that you create the opening? Cause you are being watched by Richard and Naya and now they're motioning for you to go to the, uh, go to the, the actual, um go into the player. Yeah. It's like, um, mom, mom, can you come talk to me just really quick? Just really quick, please. Okay. I just need to say something. I'm really, really sorry. I didn't mean to embarrass you guys. I sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm impulsive, you know, and, um, I really am sorry. I keep backing up and until I hit the table and knock it over. Okay. You bump into the table. Oh man. Is it, is that for Lily too? <laughs> um, okay. Okay, then Lily yells, sees you bump the table and a glass drops, and she's like, down with the bourgeoisie! And then she flips the table. She is high. And everyone's like, well, I never. Uh, make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, no. Do I get cut to pieces like glass? 13? Not very good. So 13 flat. <laughs> no. The drinks all fly out. And Lily flips this table. This is the mess. Yes. This is going to be a mess. So they're going to land on somebody. Who do they land on? Do they land on 
generic people, including your parents, or generic people, including Kyla? Generic people, including my parents. Ooh, okay. Because I will throw them under the bus at every, at every, every moment. There will be a, there will be a price to pay for this. I know. Um, so Lily flips this table. The drinks go flying. They, they crash onto the ground and also splash all over Richard and Naya. And they like, they do like the oh, I never. And then Naya's like, this is my only dress. Uh, and then she looks to you, Salt, and she's like, Salt, this is ridiculous. And then, she, and then uh, Kyla's sort of um, quietly, like, quietly, like, laughing to herself because this is like, this is the hot goss. <laughs> this is going to get around. And I think even someone is, someone mutters, like, that's Richard Maximus's family. <laughs> they brought some boorish woman in a, in a wolf mask to cause trouble. Um, and Richard is, uh, is kind of helping Naya, like, kind of collect herself. She's really mad. <laughs> uh, and it is during that time that you're able to uh, slip the note to uh, to Kyla who who takes it and she kind of looks at it and then she looks at you um, and then she looks down at the note and then like at the, what does this note say? What does this note say to meet? Okay, it's um, it says to meet, uh, I imagine that somewhere on um, in the vicinity of where our hideout like is, but not that far into the woods, there'll be some kind of landmark like that's memorable, like a big stump or um, a big rock that people okay, know a big, about. Okay, a big rock. What does the rock look like? It looks like a fish, and that's why people notice it, because it's just a fish-shaped rock. Okay, what kind of fish? Catfish. Catfish rock. Catfish rock. Okay. Yeah, then I'm going to say that um, there's probably a, a well-known trail in the Spider Stretch Woods, probably one of the very few well-known trails. Um, and on this trail, it's notable that there's this one scenic spot that has this large outcropping that if you look at it at a certain angle, kind of looks like a catfish. It's all slimy too, so that's good. Yeah, I'm going to say that probably there's like a, a natural oh, river yeah. that water's kind of flowing through underground yeah. and it's seeping through and there's algae growing on this rock, which is probably why you can see it. Yeah. Then you hand her, you hand her that note and I will also say that at the very bottom of it is a little doodle of an ear of corn with wings. <laughs> Uh, and she looks at the ear of corn with wings and then she looks at you and then she just nods and she folds the paper up and she puts it into her handbag and then you and your fi- you and uh, and Lily are ushered away um, out of this play Bye, um, Mama. you were immediately grounded some more <laughs> well uh, and sent back but you have accomplished your goal and uh, and next time we're going to see this meeting with Kyla and, and Salt's criminal enterprise yes <laughs> my songs that appeared in today's episode of The Rolls We Made do so under the Creative Commons license. The songs that appear are Old Artifact to Destroy the Patriarchy Hidden Somewhere by Komiku, copyright 2017, Quick Trip by Dan Yan Key, copyright 2021, 
Still Don't Know How to Party by Pagan the Rejected, copyright 2017, Where the Beginning and End Meet by Siddhartha Courses, copyright 2018, Jamaica Lullaby by Siddhartha Courses, copyright 2018, Be My Guest by Crowander, copyright 2021, and Fogo by Zylo Ziku, copyright 2021.